Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And specifically, we are down at the L.A. Convention Center, downtown Los Angeles, on Radio Row. We got our man Greg Jennings, Super Bowl champion. Now a Fox Sports NFL analyst, Mr. Universe, best dressed man in sports broadcasting, all that. He's going to join us. At the bottom of the hour. He sounds sexy. That would be a lot of fun. Yes, indeed. Uh, you can follow Rob and me on social media, too. I am at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on the gram. You're not giving out your t- Twitter address anymore. Not huh? yet. No, no, no. Not yet. You're not starting all over. No, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to make a decision. what it is. I don't want to. I, I got to change it. You don't want to lose. Your, I know. You don't want to lose your 280 followers. That Whatever. <laughs> well, you know, once I get some money, I start paying. You know, I'll have, I'll have a million like you. Hey, I, I haven't paid for one follower. You, they just, you, they yeah. just come. You know what? You build the Twitter page no. and they come. You haven't paid. You haven't paid for, but. Uh, the people you had who put it together, they might have no, paid. None and, of when that. They, and when they charge you, I barely you, knew what I was and, doing and when, when they, I joined. And Twitter. when they charge you, you know, you didn't realize and, that. And, but uh, and it's not a million; it's one point four. But oh, who's I'm counting? Sorry, yes, I'm just 1. saying. 4. I'm but, so sorry. <laughs> but anyway, unbelievable. All right, Rob, you got a hot take. You always got a hot take, but you got a hot take about this Super Bowl. I think we'll be reading about it tomorrow. Um, but tell me, tell me about this take because you you've been you've been leaning. I'm leaning. I'm, I'm saying leaning, the Rams, I'm and leaning, a lot I'm of people Bengals, coming up here saying right. Rams, and you've been dropping little clues. Yeah, I, I said, like, hold on, Rob is going to pick the Rams. I, I, I the like Bengals. the Bengals. I'm, I'm leaning there because of Chris, what they were able to do to Kansas You're City. You're picking them. You're not fully picking them yet. Yeah, I, make them tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'll make okay, them official. Okay. But I'm leaning that way. Okay. All right, I am, and I'm leaning the under too. Um, but. There's something about the Bengals that's a great story. And when you talk about middle America and maybe the teams that aren't in the big cities, Chris, aren't the uh, flashy teams and cities and, and all the star players or whatever. And, you know, we've seen this in other sports where um, Giannis was told, you're dumb. What are you doing? Go staying in Milwaukee. You'll never win there. That's a bad. That's a bad move. You'll regret the no, day. That's a good right? Point. You're right. That's You're what right. they told Giannis. And what did he do? I thought he might have relegated himself. You thought to that no too, right? And yeah. Chris, he wound up going to you know staying in Milwaukee and winning a championship, which has elevated him. Right. And people look at him. With much respect. Yep. So in the NBA, you had Milwaukee of all cities being the champion. Okay. We had this year in Atlanta. Atlanta's a big city. Now, I'm not trying to act like it's a small market, Chris. Right. But it ain't New York or, Do- or the Dodgers. And the perfect example. Chicago, Houston. Right. Those other cities. Uh, the Dodgers had a payroll of $271 million 
The Braves only $150 million, and yet they were the team that came out victorious with the World Series. You remember the players who got hurt, and their best player got hurt. Another player got suspended for domestic violence, Osuna. Right. And then I they mean, made those trades. And then they made season. trades to fill in holes, and they won a championship. Right. I think NFL America should root for the Cincinnati Bengals because it all fits. It's all about the smaller towns. We don't want super teams to take over our sports. That's what was going on in the NBA when LeBron and his super teams. And now we're getting a, a pushback. And maybe that ain't the route to win championship. You don't have to go and get the best and biggest names. And when I look at the Rams... They put together a super team. This is a team that went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago already. Then they pick up Von Miller, who won a Super Bowl. They pick up Odell Beckham Jr., who's a big-time player. Chris Wee was a sleeping giant. And maybe, maybe they didn't spend a ton of money or it doesn't reflect the cap, but they mortgaged their future. Two first-round picks and a third for Stafford. Two firsts and a fourth for, for Jalen Ramsey, Chris. And a second and a third for Von Miller. So they put all their chips in the middle of the table, and the Bengals are mostly working off of guys that they drafted, built their own offense with Mixon. Remember that controversial right, pick? Right. They, they took a chance on him. He's panned out for them. People were telling Joe Burrow, don't go to Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. They don't win. Mm -hmm. They haven't won a playoff game since... Was the 80s, right? Moby was Dick 80s, was a guppy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was waiting for you to fill in the yes, blanks. I should have known. You know that. I should have known. But, yes. you, but, but everybody, right? We, <laughs> we were the opposite. We told them that it would be great right. to go there and turn right. it around, Chris. If you're that guy, do it. So here I am. I'm just going to say NFL America should root for the Bengals so that we knock down these bigger cities, spending on all their assets, pushing everything to the table to be the super team to be able to win, and go with the small guy, the underdog. It would be a great trifecta for sports. You got the Braves, Milwaukee, and Cincinnati. Think about that. In the three major sports, those three cities will be champions. All right, Rob Parker. I'm calling foul. Number one, you don't represent Little America, <laughs> Middle America. You're from New York City. Stop it already. I'm Middle America. You know where I lived? I was born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I moved to Cincinnati, Ohio. I moved to Indianapolis, Indiana. I moved to Syracuse, New York. Man. I moved to Des Moines, Iowa, yes. And I moved to Cleveland, Ohio. I am the epitome of middle America. When you look up middle America in the, in the dictionary, <laughs> this is what you see, me. So how dare you try to talk for me and those of my ilk? All right? And, and stop it with the super team madness. The Rams are not a super team. Yes, they are. Matthew Stafford, your quarterback, Stat Padford, as you so affectionately call him. Since when did he become the quarterback of a super team? It ain't Tom Brady. It ain't Aaron Rodgers. It ain't Patrick Mahomes. It's Matt Stafford. But they already went to the Super Bowl without Matt Stafford, and so you're adding a quarterback of, of that talent. G granted, 
that playing with the uh, Lions, we saw a lot of stat padding. <laughs> but I'm saying you it's add his him, whole career. You add him and a Von Miller and and, and Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, that's oh, a super let's team. Let's talk about Odell that's Beckham a super Jr. Team. Odell Beckham Jr. wasn't even the leading receiver on the Cleveland Browns last time we saw him. That's your super team. Yes. If this was the NBA, that'd be like I got John Wall. Because that's about where OBJ was before he joined the Rams. And I got uh, Bradley Beal. That's my super team. They played together, actually. They weren't a super team. All they right? made the playoffs, didn't they? Oh, my gosh. And, no, look, you got a, you got three big names on the defense. We got Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and Jalen Ramsey. But who's the running back? Can you even name their running back? Eckler. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my point exactly. Cam Akers, Sony Michelle. No super team. You don't even know the running back. Yes. How's it going to be a super team when you can't even name the running no, back? No, because they got all the other guys. Cooper you Cup? Cooper, Cooper Cup has been an average receiver no. until this year. Cooper Cup, they're talking about he should have been the MVP. Well, in, in the hunting for the MVP. This year, but he wasn't that Chris, for his career. Chris, they got more stars. They got more Cooper stars. Cooper Cup just became no, a star. but they got more this year. They got more stars that NFL America can name on the Rams than they can on the Bengals. You can't name anybody on that Who, team. Let me ask you this. Actually, I can name, well, obviously, the, the, the average person can name Joe Burrow now. They can name Joe Mixon. They can name Jamar Chase. Those three. They might even be able to name Eli Apple. Only because he's uh, uh, messing up all the time. <laughs> That's the only button. But it ain't, on, because, let me ask it, you this. it ain't because Who's he's great. Whose payroll is higher, the Bengals or the Rams? We're not talking about the Bengals. The Bengals have a higher payroll. So will you stop no. it? The Rams are not which, a super team. Which team? Just because they got a few recognizable names, no, which team, that makes them a super team. Which team is more? Which team is more homegrown out of the two teams? Well, okay, so what? Cincinnati's the homegrown team. Not a super team. Cincinnati's the homegrown team. That's Seven of the Bengals starters were brought over in free agency. Yeah, but those that, are the defense. That's not homegrown. Seven of their 11 players on defense are free yeah, but, agents. but offensively, that and team probably was built from the ground. The Bengals might be the more uh, – the, the Rams might be more homegrown. No, they're not. You're going to have to write a different column, no, all right? No, I'm not writing right, a different column. Don't get mad because you're going to have to actually do some work tonight. You thought you had your column all written. You were you wrote it on your little iPhone <laughs> during lunch. Now you got work to do, so you're I, mad. I, I, I believe – that when you look at these teams and you look at the Rams and you look at the Bengals, people identify with small-town America and what? the big bad— People in small-town America? But what about the people from the big cities? No, the big bad Los Angeles Rams. Big bad? Just like I told you about the Dodgers who tried to turn into the evil empire. The Rams are the evil empire. We got the some Dodgers, Rams fans the Dodgers, in the house. The Dodgers are the evil empire. They're, they're the evil empire. We want you, the Cincinnati your, your, Bengals your, to win. Your Milwaukee. starting quarterback is not Matt Stafford if you're the evil empire. Yes, I'm you sorry. are. What are you talking about? They went to the Super Bowl without him. All they need him, to do, all they need him to do is not 
botch it, not mess if it up. If they were a super not team, mess it up. their quarterback would be like a Hall of Famer, no, future you, Hall of Famer. Chris, you got a great defensive team. This team is about defense. It got better offensively. Okay, that don't sound like a super team anymore. Most super teams are about offense. Aaron, they light up the scoreboard. Aaron Donald's one of the greatest defensive players we've ever so seen. So that makes him a super team? Yes. He's homegrown. No, but He's I'm homegrown. Yeah, but I'm talking about that New team. New column, Rob Parker. No, we're not doing it. Dan will not publish this garbage <laughs> you go right tonight. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. I bet you more people are going to say they want to root for Who the you? small town underdogs. And this is where we are. It's about Cincinnati, America. Just like Milwaukee I'm was. I'm from Cincinnati. You no. do not get to claim Cincinnati. I'm from there. I worked in Cincinnati I, for I, two I years. I grew up there. I went to kindergarten in Cincinnati. I, I ate I, Skyline I Chili. I did my I first communion Cincinnati. in Cincinnati. How dare you that's my city hey what's up everybody it's me three-time pro bowler lavar arrington and i couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called up on game what is up on game you ask along with my fellow pro bowler tj hushmanzada and super bowl champion yep that's right plexico burris you can only name a show with that type of talent on it up on game we're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments listen to up on game with me lavar arrington tj hushmanzada and plexico burris on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It is The Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And even though we're on Radio Row, don't think Tysha's Tower of Trivia has been postponed. It has not. It will take place at the bottom of this hour, your favorite segment, so keep it locked for that. It's it's the soul food edition of Tyson. What is it, soul food? Super Bowl, probably Super Bowl edition. Right? Well, we took, for those not listening for the first two hours, (laughs) we, uh, we took Rob G out to Kevin Johnson, former great basketball player who now has a restaurant called Fixin's, former mayor of Sacramento. Let me say this quickly. You know this, Rob. For those that don't know, Kevin Johnson's game. No, he was, was a good player. Are you kidding? Yeah. If he did, he had injury problems. And I covered the NBA during that, oh, Chris. I, I man. covered Man, if he didn't get hurt so much, he'd have been a Hall of Famer. Cause you look at he had several years, 20 and 10, 20 points, 10 boards, dunking on cats. What did he dunk on? Elijah Wan, Brad Doherty. I mean, he got some Google it. But Kevin Johnson was a great player. And, but anyway, and he, we, was he was there. at the restaurant yeah, we today. we talked to him, and he welcomed us, and uh, it was great to see him. So fixing the L.A. Live for all those in the L.A. area, it was great. Uh, we highly recommend it. And but Rob G. had a Rob soul. G. First time ever that he's eaten soul food. Tell us what you had yes. and how you liked it. I had the fried chicken, which is not unusual. Mac and cheese, not unusual. But what I did have, which kind of blew my mind, was – 
The collard greens. Now, Which you had never collard had. greens or collard? Collard. Collard, collard greens. Collard green. yes. Just most of you guys don't say collard. You right. say collard green. Collard green. Collard green. Collard green. But you, like, they, they didn't look appetizing. <laughs> no, no, no. We should have got him some chitlins. No. no. They didn't have that. I didn't even chitlins eat that. I do know what chitlins Big intestines. I ain't eating that either. And when it came out, I even told you guys, I'm like, look, I'm not going to lie, it doesn't look good. Because we split it. You know, I was like, let's split one instead of you buying a whole one yourself. And we split it. And you were like, I don't look that appetizing. And then you ate it. You were like, it was good, yeah. And then I was like, I probably shouldn't say anything because there's a lot of Mexican food that looks gross, but it tastes good. And so <laughs> this one worked out. And and the seasoning on the chicken yeah. was fantastic. And you know what my, my, my favorite the part, though, and this had nothing to do with the food itself, was when I walked in, you guys were already sitting there, and Kevin Johnson's already at the table because, you know, you guys are a big deal. No. And no. you guys are like, hey, this is our producer. He's like, no, I know who you are. And I know he has no idea who I am, right. but it felt good <laughs> for Kevin Johnson be like, no, I know who you are. Right. Like, let me, uh, let me I hate to break it to you, Rob G. He was lying. Yeah, I, was lying. I, I, heard, I heard he never misses the Straight Fire podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to this. The big trade today, of course. Uh, ben Simmons finally. Golly. More than half a year he sat out. Yeah. Who knows how much money he lost. It's $20 million roughly. We'll see if he gets it back. But he was traded along. With Seth Curry, not Steph, but his younger brother, Seth, who can play, can shoot it. Uh, And uh, Andre Drummond and two first-round picks sent to Brooklyn while Philadelphia got James Harden and Paul Millsap. Uh, So basically it's Harden for those three players because Millsap, you know, he's older. He hadn't really done much this year. And, Rob, we talked about this, and, and this is what we're getting to. We, we alluded to it in the first segment of the right. show. Yep. Greg Jennings, who we asked about it, talked about it. And, I look, I have been a big James Harden supporter just in his game. Like, I, I like I, – people say, it, oh, his game is ugly. No, I like his game. And I think, Rob, you know I was saying this last year. James Harden – is one of the very few players in NBA history who has been both an elite scorer, like all-time elite scorer, and an all-time elite playmaker. He is a great point guard when he wants to be, and that's what he was doing in Brooklyn, especially last year. We saw it. Absolutely. So he made it click in Brooklyn because he was handling the ball, getting it to Kyrie, getting it to Katie in a few games they played together. But that said – I do not like – now, Houston, the way Harden left there, I still don't it like wasn't you great. sulking it wasn't in, right, yeah, for right. five games. And you, and, remember, and you remember he looked like he had a fat oh, suit gosh, on. You remember yeah. that? Came in out of shape and yep. all that. Like, that's unprofessional. Right. But it was only a few games, and you got out. You know, it was you did it, so they were forced to trade. And they weren't being up front with you because the agreement was, hey, I'm going to play for you until you trade me, but let's hurry up and try to make the trade happen. He came out balling. They didn't – they were looked like they were re- relaxing and not trying to move him. So then for four or five games, he basically took his foot off the gas. But then to do it again, uh, less than two years later, a season later, with a team that you, that could win to a, go, that you wanted to go to and could win a championship. No doubt. I mean, it's a mess there and everything was going haywire. But still, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, you, you had the talent to compete for a championship. And you pulled the same mess. It's hard to respect that, and it makes you wonder, is he going to – Because especially when you combine it, Rob, with his playoff failures. Is there something there 
where, yeah, he's a great player, but he ain't going to deliver. It takes a lot to it's, lead a it, team to a championship. It, it, it's scary, and if you're the Sixers, because what happens if he sours here? Or just like he's now set up this thing, Chris, and you just mentioned the word respect. And we talk with former players about all the time. Like, even they know LeBron's a great talent, but they didn't respect the super team build. Like, like there are some who just have an issue with it. They I think they've come to respect it. Maybe you know especially what I mean. in light of what Durant did, which took it to another level. But, 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 but my right there in the beginning, there was some. They certainly did. They did yeah. not like it. And I think they're going to look at But that's not even common. No, no, no. This, I'm just right. saying, like, they were pushed back there. Imagine now where James Harden is doing this for the second time in a year. Yeah. You know, basically, uh, now you're on your uh, uh, another team, and I think that uh, people will look at him, and Chris, he has a chance to damage his oh, overall no legacy. If he goes to Philadelphia and it doesn't work, and just say, you know, like, uh, the, you know, the Nets win a championship and he never wins one, he might think back to what was I thinking, what did I do, Right where I was on a team where that that on paper at least you talk about all the time, they were thirteen and three in those sixteen games. Like they they didn't get a chance right. for you to really say that this wasn't going to work because they didn't play enough game. Thirteen games in a year and a half. That's I mean, unbelievable. That's 16, nothing. Yeah, sixteen games. Sixteen that games. Unbelievable. That's nothing. And, and look, I get why he was disgruntled because I I'd be frustrated probably with Kyrie. With the Kyrie too. stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, come on, man, like. Let, let, That's why I, I didn't think they should have brought him back because it just made it, it a mess. It did seem to Am make I it right? worse. It, it made it Harden seem to be on board initially, and he seemed to think, okay, ultimately, once Kyrie gets Could playing, he's going to play. And when it didn't happen, he totally went south. But, I, Rob, I would have respected it more if you just come out and you tell the team, I, yeah, you don't have to make a public announcement, but, hey, maybe you do just say, look, I came here, or at least go to the team. I came here to win the championship. I thought we were going to have the whole right. team. We can, I wanted us I can't all do in. this, right. Kyrie's not playing half the games. Who knows how long this is going to last. I, I would, I'd like you to move me. Right. You know, and I'm I'm probably, I'm leaving as a free agent. So, so you don't want to get nothing. You, you right. I'm going to be honest before. with you. I'd have respected right. that more than getting on the court and scoring four points. Right. That was the game you said. Right. And you Come was, on, man. You were like, uh, something's not right here. That was the night he had four points. And then, you know, now if a player wants to say he got a hamstring, Chris, you can't always tell right. the severity of it. We'll so see you how gotta, soon he's playing. So you got to respect Philly. it. But you got to respect it when he tells you. You right. can't, right. You yeah, can't you, make a guy exactly. go out there if he says, I got to hit my ham. Hammy's not good. So it, it's a bad look for him. And he's got some ways, Chris. He's going to have he to be able to win a championship. To we talked about Stafford right, with the Rays. Right. Got to win a championship. Got to win a championship now. You've been close. He's already moved. Uh, he keeps moving on. Yeah. And how many great players? Can you run down the list of, of top players? Rob, you got a list, don't you? That he's played Dwight with. Howard. Oh, yeah. I can run it Chris down. Chris Paul. Russell, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. If you want to count it, John Wall. Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving. Yep. I mean – Yep. How many? And, and then, I mean, I won't even go into – we mentioned these guys before, but KD and Russ in OKC, he was young. Right. They right. were all young. I'll but give you that. But they got to the finals, Chris. Yeah, you know what I mean? But they, they, still, no, I they were babies, especially him. I'll give him that. But the, Dwight was a stud at that time. Remember right. Dwight left the Lakers? Dwight was one of the best big men in the league at that time. He, he, he left, Never he left $35 million on the table when he left the Lakers, right. too. That was and wonderful. they had issues. Yeah. 
Dwight and Harden. He and CP3, they boys. He he worked with CP3 to get him the from the Clippers to the Rockets. They had issues. And Russ, it, the, he said, "Oh they yeah, this will work." Ten year old, exactly. We're we're boys. We're from right. All this other stuff, and then that didn't they work. They had out. issues. KD and Kyrie. I mean, y'all playing out in LA in the off season, getting together. Then y'all get together, have issues. I mean, at some point, you got to look in the mirror and say, maybe it's me. And, Rob, there are, it, this is championship or bust. Getting to the Eastern Conference Finals and coming close, losing nope. in seven, nope. not enough. You've been there and done that. Getting to the finals and losing, not enough. James Harden needs to win a championship. He needs to ball out. And this is the pressure that's on him because of the way he departed because of the struggles he's had in big moments in the playoffs before and because he's got such a, you know, he's played with all these great players. I mean, Rob, when we think of the other greats like Stockton and Malone, well, it was Stockton and Malone. Stockton, they didn't have a bunch Stockton, of other Stockton, awesome Malone Hall of Famers. And Thurl Bailey. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Jeff Horner said, we're dead, right. decent players. But they didn't have a plethora of no, Hall of Famers. No, no. Uh, Charles Barkley. No Hall of Famers with him in Phoenix. We mentioned Kevin Johnson, but he was hurt a lot. Right. Dan Marley was a pretty good player. Not For a Hall couple of famer. years, right? right? Especially, right? Uh, I got Barkley you. did go to play with Elijah Wine and Drexler at and the end, end, of their at career, the end but they right. were later. Right. So you don't look at him. Patrick Ewing, I, I always say the Knicks, when Ewing was at his best, they never able to put another perennial all star no. with him. John, so John, John Stockton, I mean, I mean uh, John Starks. And um, who else am I thinking of? Uh, Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley was a Anthony, good player. Yeah, they had, right. I mean, pretty good players. And then later they brought Houston, Allen Houston and Sprewell, but then Ewing got hurt right. and it was never the same. So, I mean, we're running down the list off the top of our heads, Rob, of the great players who never won, and they didn't play with a ton. Most of the of caliber them. of players yes. that James Harden has played with. Come on, man. And at some point you're going to have to look at him and go, it's him. Right. If Chris Paul wins it this year or wins the championship, you're going to look at Harden again. Well, guys, we talked about this at lunch. You know, Russell Westbrook has a terrible reputation for the way he plays, and rightfully there's a lot of flaws to his game. But they're always bringing it up. You had Harden. You had Durant. You had Paul George. Right. You had now LeBron and AD. You couldn't get it done. James Harden has mostly skated by throughout his career. And I think not this, anymore. This could be the situation where you finally notice the parallels between those two. And yeah. we'll see if it follows that's a good point. Because uh, I, I I agree. I don't think he can skate anymore. Not after this. Uh, Rob, Rob, and I think that that James Harden, his back's against the wall. He has got to deliver in Philadelphia. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Okay, Trey Wingo. Trey, what's up, Trey, man? Trey, what up? How are we, boys? We are great. We are great. We already introduced you. We talked about Caesar Sportsbook, Trey's Trends, and we were just getting into the prop betting menu, the most extensive that Caesar Sportsbook just released. Um, tell us some about some of the – I mean, we got the first touchdown score. Will there be a safety? The fridge bet, of course, yeah. is is that is that the William Refrigerator Perry or or what yeah, is that? Yeah. Well, tell me about that. Yeah, that, 
I'm glad you brought that up because the fridge bet was like the bet that started the whole prop bet craze. Caesars Palace put it up in 1986 at a Super Bowl XX that Fridge would score a touchdown in the game. And, uh, it, you know, he did, obviously, in the third right. quarter. And uh, it, sort of, it sort of started the whole prop bet craze. So now we phrase it this way. Will a defensive player score an offensive touchdown? And we phrase it that way because, you know, we've only had that happen three times. Fridge did it, and Mike Brable caught two touchdown passes to the linebacker. Top so it's not a pick six or anything. It's got to be it's, like it's an not, offensive. Yeah, exactly. It's an right. offensive yeah. score. It's an offensive score by a defensive player. Because we've had tons of those. Like you said, pick sixes, Malik Jackson right. covered a fumble for a touchdown in Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl 50. So it's got to be a little more unique. But that's always a fun one because in this day and age, we're seeing guys, so many offensive linemen, you know, get thick yeah. sixes out, yeah. out, of, out of sets. It's a, it's a fun way to sort of uh, you know, have, a, have a fun thing on the line. It, uh, is there any type of Leon Lett? Bet, like, I mean, really, that you know, will will somebody return the touchdown and get stripped right before the goal line or something like that? I'll, I'll give you like ten million to one on that one. <laughs> I, I had a problem with the fridge one because I think Mike Dick could ch- cash the ticket because Walt, <laughs> well, that was supposed to be Walter. Because Walter Payton didn't score a touchdown yeah. and he no, gave he it didn't. to the fridge, and that was always one of the like biggest crimes going for real. Oh, you're you're a hundred percent right, and Dick to this day regrets it like he can't believe he did it you can even tell walter on the sidelines of that super bowl oh, yeah, yeah. he was sick everybody was he bothered was, by he that he was pissed yep. he was not happy no. and, and i don't know how you forget how that. do you forget you got one of the greatest <laughs> right. running backs and ever. it was a blowout it right. wasn't like hey we really need this exactly. touchdown you right. know what i mean right uh i, I do a prop bet i want to put a thousand dollars down on uh, matt stafford's first pick six is there a, a prop bet for that <laughs> There's a prop bet for everything, my friend. <laughs> and, and you guys mentioned safety. I'll tell you, that's a really good one because we haven't had a safety in the Super Bowl since Super Bowl 48 when the, the Broncos hiked the ball over Peyton's head on the first right. play from scrimmage. Right. And that's the and, and, longest That's the longest stretch we've gone without a safety in Super Bowl history. So wow. it's plus 800, and I feel like that one's due. I wouldn't you know think what? safeties the guy, would be that common. The guy who the won Bowl. that one, he bet $500 and won $25,000 on wow. that prop bet. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, we're, we're, I think, I really think we're due for a safety in this game. Trey, where are you? Uh, can you, so like, do you have a pick in this game? Kind of where are you leaning? A lot of people think the Rams, some think a blowout. I think Rob's leaning Bengals. Oh, Bengals where, where are you under. at on this game? Well, listen, here's, I, I don't think we're going to have a blowout. Um, the, the Bengals just, that they don't like if if they didn't get blown out last week down 18 points in right. in Kansas City, like I just don't see them like getting routed. Um, they're it's a great little nugget here. Uh, Joey Joey Burrow is uh, as the Bengals starting quarterback is seven and three as a uh, as a starter and, and as an underdog this year. If he wins the Super Bowl, he'll go eight and three as an underdog. The last guy to do that. Mm was Tom Brady in 2001 wow. who went 8-3 and three and finished that eighth one with the win in Super Bowl 36 against the wow. Rams. Wow. Well, you brought up Brady. Obviously, there have been a lot of comparisons between these two. Do you like those? you think they're fair and accurate or what? Or, or is it premature, Trey? Well, ab- let me put it this way. Absolutely, it's premature because – but let me explain. Yeah, it's premature, but I see the similarities. And, and I'll even say it's more like Montana to me than it is to, to, to Brady. Brady. Okay. Because, like, nothing bothers Joe. Like, you know, he's down 21-3 to three to the Chiefs, and he, 
he just he never got upset or rattled. And there's this great story that we had when he was drafted, and it was from an, his AAU basketball coach when he was nine years old. They were down eight points with 30 seconds to play, and Burrow scored the last nine points of the game to win the tournament. He was fouled seven straight times and made seven straight uh, foul shots. His coach was a sociology professor at Ohio University, and after the game, he told Joe's parents, your child has the same instincts as a first responder or a policeman or a serial offender. <laughs> like, like he has <laughs> this ability, yeah, wow. he has this ability to disassociate himself from the moment. And uh, wow. he's like, he, he'll either he'll either be really good or he could use his power for evil. <laughs> so, thankfully, he's using it as a quarterback and not something right. else. Well, that is interesting. That, that is, is an interesting story. We're, uh, when you talk about underdogs and and the Bengals, just what this could do, I mean, or shake up the NFL for a team to come out of nowhere and win. When's the last time, Trey, we saw something of this magnitude, a team that won four games last year, their star quarterback was hurt most of the year, and they were in the Super Bowl. Do we have that? You know, the only thing I can compare it to, like literally, is the Cowboys of the 80s and early 90s. You know, they were 1-15 in mm. 89 and then won the Super Bowl in 92. But, guys, they were the worst team in football in 2020 or, or in, 20, in 2019. And then in, in two short seasons, they're one win away from being having the first overall pick to right. the Super Bowl, which is absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Do you th- we were talking, Rob and I were talking about this yesterday, Aaron Donald. And, you know, you've heard Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator for the Rams, say, like, everybody in that building is doing it for Donald and all this stuff. How important do you think it is for him as a defensive player? Because, obviously, they don't get judged by rings like quarterbacks do. But many of them that have been at his level, Lawrence Taylor, Deion Sanders, Ronnie Lott, Ray Lewis, you can go on and on. Many of them, most of them, I'd say, won Super Bowls. Uh, to kind of seal their legacy. Do you think uh, – how much do you think Donald really kind of needs this ring to really solidify his tremendous legacy? I mean, look, I'm a, I'm a big – I'm not a ring counter, guys, and I, I understand that a lot of people are. Like, I don't need – Dan Reno doesn't a ring, need a ring for me to know how right. good he was as a quarterback. I, I just don't – I don't buy that. Um, Aaron Donald is – an absolute beast. Would it help? Yeah, like LT didn't get his soup. You know, he got a Super Bowl in 1986, uh, seven, eight right. seasons in, 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 into his campaign. Um, it would certainly be great. And he got another one in 90 when they, you know, upset San Francisco in the championship game where they didn't cut, score a touchdown. They kicked five field goals to beat right. this one in 15 to 13. So, yeah, I mean, it would certainly help. But I, I don't think Hall of Fame voters would be swayed one no, way or the other by, that, by right. that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and if I know everybody's putting Matthew Stafford in the Hall of Fame and he's winning the Super Bowl and the MVP, uh, if he doesn't win, how do we look at this? This team was built. They've already been to the Super Bowl without Stafford a few years ago. What would that yep. do if Stafford doesn't play well, you know, and, and they don't win? Well, Stafford's interesting, Rob, because, like, as much as it's sort of this feel-good story, he got, he got out of Detroit and, you know, he's waited forever for this moment. He made the game-ending play for his team in the in the championship game. They just didn't catch it. Like that interception to Jaquiski Tart was right. the easiest interception he'll ever have <laughs> in his life. It was an arm punt, like right down the middle of the field, with 1:30 to play in the game. I mean, that's a game ender. And luckily for him, he didn't catch it. Now, after that, they went ahead and scored the winning points. I get that, but you know, Matthew is a mixed bag. Like, here's the yeah. good: 41 touchdown passes, second only to Tom Brady. That's great this season. 
17 interceptions, tied a rookie, Trevor Lawrence, for the most interceptions this season. So Stafford is, he's, he's, look, I hope he does well, and I hope it, 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 but I, I'm not sold on Stafford one way or the other yet. And he's only 34. That's the other thing. Like we're seeing, you know, Tom Brady played another decade. Right, past. he's got time. Plus, yeah, so I think he's got seven, eight years to define his legacy. I, before you go, Trey, I want to get your thoughts on this. You heard Tom Brady's podcast where he's, he's just not coming yeah, back, waffled, and, 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 and I'm not saying he is, but some people think he is. And he definitely sounded like he could. What do you think about what he said and the possibilities of a comeback? Um, I don't think it'll be a Brett Favre situation that one summer where we were all staking out his house and killed Mississippi. Like, I don't right. think that's going to be the case. <laughs> and I also think that if he does decide to come back, uh, Giselle might say, see ya. So right. I, I, think that, I think that there are other things. Like, I think he's just being honest. Like, he doesn't know how he'll feel because he's the most competitive dude I've ever met in my life. Like, you know, there was a, there's a great story about him. Uh, they were playing, the Patriots were playing a charity basketball game against Foxborough, Massachusetts, policemen and firemen. And they were losing after three quarters. And Tom Brady lit into his, his teammates. We are bleeping <laughs> professional athletes. We are not bleeping losing to a bunch of bleeping local firemen and, and policemen. And no, no disrespect to firemen and policemen, but he was right, just saying, you know, right. we're, this is what we do. And so they went out and destroyed him in the fourth quarter and won by like 10 points. So wow. he, like, he just he I don't I really think he doesn't know what it's going to be like when he doesn't have that outlet for his competitive juices. All right, that's our man Trey Wingo, Caesar Sportsbook buddy. Chief Trends Officer. Also check him out, the host of the Half Forgotten History podcast. Thanks, Trey. Appreciate it. You got it, guys. Anytime. All right, brother. Peace.